Welcome to episode 40 of the Clean Simple Free podcast. If you did anything for the 4th of July, I hope you had a great time. And if you didn't celebrate, I hope you still enjoyed a very relaxing weekend. I'm pretty under the weather this week, but I am so excited to give you the third and final installment in the digital decluttering series. Today we'll be discussing solutions for your laptop or desktop computer, clearing videos from your phone, and more. So let's go ahead and dive right in. I'm going to start this episode out with laptop or desktop computer solutions. I have barely touched on this, and this is something that is super important because we use our computers all the time. Do you have a million desktop icons? Do you have file folders that aren't organized? It's time to tackle that visual digital clutter, especially on your desktop, and get all of those crazy icons and randomly named, randomly saved files organized into different folders. Just like I talked about in last week's episode with email, it will be time consuming. It's going to be a redundant task, but it will feel so much better once you've actually tackled this. So I have a suggestion for you, and this is merely an example. I think it's important to make broad purpose folders for work, school, images, and documents. Again, these are just examples. You may have something different, like your kids' soccer schedules or whatever, but you can always create subfolders within these folders. So let's take the images folder, for example. Sort the photos by month or year or event. Go ahead and create an entire system of photos from August of 2019 or photos from a certain Christmas celebration and make those your subfolders within the folders. But if you have those broad strokes purposes folders, that's really going to help you to downscale and downsize your documents. You can do the same for work or school documents. You can have one for completed or due and just go that way. For a personal example for work, I have a running list of interviews I've conducted, when they're due to be published, if I've followed up with the interviewee, etc., etc. I also have one for sponsors that I'd like to work with. You may have noticed that I'm very selective with the sponsors I choose. I will never work with any sponsor whose products I do not firmly stand behind. So you can definitely count on that, uh, which is why a lot of times I don't really have a sponsor. I also have two Word documents called Clean Simple Free in Progress and Clean Simple Free Completed. That way I can separate the upcoming episodes from completed episodes. Just keep it as streamlined as possible and organize them as best you can, and that's going to make you feel so much better. We're all different, but I feel that I work better with a clean desk and a clean work area. So if you keep your desktop clean, just like you can't focus with a cluttered desk, you can't focus with a cluttered desktop. Um, That may not apply to all of us, but I definitely work better when my space and my work area is clean. So if you label your files correctly and set up systems like using labels, that's going to help you in the long run. This is a pro tip from my fiance. 
He works as a correspondence director for a public official. He handles literally thousands of emails per week and always has to save a digital hard copy of each and every email that is sent and received. So he set up a system where it goes something like last name underscore first name subject. That way he can easily access anything at a moment's notice. Can you imagine how overwhelming it would be if he just saved those digital hard copies as a random file name? So don't just save things as file 123 or gibberish file names. You know how you download something and it might say M4A blah blah blah, you know, ABCD? It only takes a few seconds to rename your file versus the time that it's going to take overall to search for the proper documents and then to actually find them. So make sure that you prioritize renaming those files and then you can go a step further and place them into the proper file folders. All right, let's talk about when you need to clear files from your computer. Use USB drives, but make sure that you label them. You can buy a label maker for a very low cost, anywhere from $18 to $20. You can buy them at Walmart, on Amazon, at Target. Really, it's going to be like $18 to $20. Bucks. I have one made by Brother, which also makes sewing machines, and it will save you so much time when you need to find something quickly. So, when you need to offload photos onto one and work or school documents onto another, Label it with the contents and the year or the date, and that will make life easier on you. I know that I can go in and find photos from, like, you know, several years past. I don't know what example to use, 2008 to 2010. And you can have your photos or your written documents or your work documents on different folders. And some of them will be full like photo ones will probably fill up a lot quicker and a lot easier um, than maybe working documents for school or for work and just make sure that you label them because that's really important instead of just sticking each USB drive back into your computer and scrolling through the contents. It'll save you a lot of time and heartache and I'm speaking from experience. Sponsorships keep this podcast running. So let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. And welcome back to episode 40. So moving on to the next topic, let's go back to smartphones. Let's talk about the videos that we all have on our phones. A lot of us probably have clips saved from Snapchat, videos of our pets, clips from family or friend get-togethers, or just random things that we find noteworthy or funny enough to film. Get a video editing app. I cannot stress this enough. I have an iPhone, so I use iMovie, but I know there are a lot of great free apps that you can use for Samsung or Android phones. Edit these clips into smaller segments. There are a few options you can do here. You can edit by event, you can edit by month, or by subject matter. So to use a personal example, I went to my in-law's 40th wedding anniversary celebration. 
It was super cute. It was family only, so we could still sort of practice social distancing. And I decided that I wanted to make them a slideshow of video clips and pictures to remember the day. I got my sister-in-law and mother-in-law's photos, and I compiled them with the video clips I had taken. They loved it. It was super adorable to hear their reactions via text, and it was a great little bonus gift. I actually got a text from my dad-in-law who was like, I watched your video again. Thank you so much. I didn't know you were videoing, and I was like, haha, I was trying to be sneaky. (laughs) So for my personal use, I like to take clips from month to month and edit them down into a shorter video and then just delete the rest of the clips. Because really, how much usable footage is there if you record a 90-second video? There's maybe 30 seconds worth remembering, so you can put it into a montage, making your own virtual scrapbook. It's really a great way to remember those moments that matter to you and that made a significant impact that made you want to remember it. The last topic for today are the bookmarks and reading list in your phone's browser. I have bookmarked so many things that I simply don't care about anymore. I will never take the time to revisit most of these websites, and I can barely remember why I added them to my reading list or bookmarks in the first place. Again, and this is a reoccurring theme in this series, but this is going to be tedious and time-consuming. But you can pave the way for the things that you actually will revisit frequently and make it easier for you to navigate your phone. For example, reverse image searches, um, websites that I follow that give like household cleaning tips, things like that. Because even if you run a podcast about keeping an organized home, some of those websites are really, really helpful and insightful. So it's easier when you delete all the clutter from your phone because it really is clutter. It's digital and you don't have to see it or think about it until you're actually trying to find a certain website. So go through those, delete the bookmarks and clear your reading list, clear your search history, just clear everything and try to keep it as streamlined as possible. The bottom line of the entire series, this entire three-parter, is this. Treat your phones and computers the same way you treat any other space or room in your home. Be ruthless in what you get rid of. Make weekly habits of decluttering the last week's photos, the last week's emails and videos, and delete apps that take up space. Keep your electronics organized and they'll be much more useful and less of a burden in the long run. Just free yourself from that digital clutter. That will conclude this week's episode and this series. I hope this has helped you to rethink your digital clutter and that you've been able to purge some of the excess that is weighing you down, even if it's on a subconscious level. You're going to feel so much better if every space from your entryway to your computer and phone is clutter-free. Next week's guest is going to be Jenny Brereton, a clean beauty coach who discusses toxin-free cosmetics and hair products and gives helpful advice as to the harmful ingredients hiding in our everyday beauty products. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you really want to support this podcast, please consider leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple. It really helps a lot. Have a peaceful, productive week, and remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free. See you again soon.